that's a triple play. New episodes I can't wait. Yeah. yeah, open your mind at the first gate. Press play, no need to debate. AOA, check me out. Look, clock in, you can catch the hype. Golden Dawn, how we follow the light. Anime like life, uh, married to it, my wife. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages? Welcome back to the AOA show. I'm your host, as always, Ian, along with my boys, Isaiah. Yo, yo, yo. And Gavin. What's poppin', beautifuls? <laughs> <laughs> and today we are here to talk about The God of High School, Episode 7, more of an in-depth, deep analysis, um, deep dive on the episode as a whole. Uh, we did react to the video as well, so if you haven't seen our reaction video to that, I highly suggest that you check that out on the channel. Um, but yeah, there was a lot to not actually, no, I lied. There's really not a lot to go over this episode in my personal opinion, because it really just centralizes around two key fights or scenes that kind of bounce back and forth. Um, there's really not lying. Can you scoot? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, You got the camera and I'm looking back at, I'm like, this is not, we are way too close. My bad. I didn't know. Um, (laughs) I just saw Zay's face. He's like, like, he's like, he's like, bro, like this is the line in the sand. Oh, sir, you built onto my side. So? So you don't go there! No, so, um, anyway, no, so we, we're bouncing between two major scenes in the, uh, in the episode. So this one's called Anima Slash Force. Um, one thing that I, w- uh, do like is that one of the, uh, commenters mentioned last time that they were going to switch up the, um, the scenes within the OP, um, and like not the songs, but yeah. the, you know, the fights and stuff yeah, like that, sure. which they did because we're jumping into like a new arc now, I would say, and, uh, looked really cool. Uh, you know, I like, I like that a lot. Uh, I think this is the first time that we saw a, um, a previously on whatever, you know, thing, although a bit, it was like two seconds. Cause it's like, it basically was just like, everyone's using Charyok now done. You know what I mean? It's like trigger OP, but, um, anyway, so we get into the episode and we see that they're, um, uh, Jin and gang are, or Mori and gang are up against uh, three side fodder characters. And that's really all I could refer to them as. And this is one thing for me, I'm going to say, I mean, you know, if you've listened to any of our reviews before, you know that we fuck with the show, but I, I, I do have to say this episode in general um, definitely wasn't one of my favorite ones, which haha, didn't say it was my favorite one this time. Still episode five, I think. But, um, and I think the reason for it is that I think we spent a little too much time. I don't know if you guys would agree with this statement on the side characters and kind of like fleshing out their exposition just for them to not only lose, but like promptly lose within like a hit um, after the exposition was laid down. And it almost seemed a little pointless unless again, we see these characters down the line and not only do we see them down the line, but they're doing like relevant things in order to further the plot, which mm-hmm. to be honest, I could be wrong here, but like, I'm really not seeing it. Right. Yeah. Like that was one thing that bothered me. Yeah, It's weird because it feels like the pacing's off. And I think what makes it so relevant, like as a viewer to know that it's off because it's like the show, ha- it's on like two planes right now where it's like, you had the normal fighting scene in the tournament and then like the extraterrestrial like forces of like spiritual shit that's going on. And, it, and it's weird because it has it laid out to the point where we're expecting it to jump into that next like spirit mode, like God, like tier level. Mm-hmm. But right now they're still at like that tournament base. So I feel like as a viewer, I'm like, yo, I just want to skip the fighting tournament shit. Like that's over. Like we already got past that. Let's go to the next step. The spirit shit. We see it in the same show. Like they're going back and forth. And that's what makes it feel 
off, I think. And I and I feel like that's why we know they're side fodders. Like, we're watching the episode, and we're like, yo, we don't even want to watch this tournament shit. We want to go to the spirit stuff because we know that Mori and gang are going to have to get to that level to fight because, obviously, that's, like, the premise of the show. Like, they're the main characters. They're going to have to eventually, like, hit to, like, go to that register. So now it's like... I just want to get there, you know, and it and that's like what's throwing the pacing off for me because you know that they're going to have to win the fights to get to the next level that they're supposed to be at. So why are we just like kind of beating around the bush at this point? It's yeah. it, it, I feel like they almost shot the, themselves in the foot by like showing all their cards in the beginning at such an early state at like such an early stage because now you just want to get there that much faster. But they're like almost cucking themselves because now we have to wait and then go through like all of these different stages, which obviously you have to for any other like normal show. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know, I find it I get kind of annoyed when it's like in the same episode and it's like you have this cool like crazy shit happening and you have the lead up to like the main characters that need to eventually hit that point. And it's like, I get it, but I don't know. I kind of yeah. just want to be it's there weird already. Because like with a l several other shonen anime that I know, like when you're talking about like the power scaling and how that equates to the characters is usually like a frame of reference you can use to judge like how strong the strongest character in that universe is compared to your protagonist. But mm -hmm. like there's always, they're always in a bubble, right? So it's like if, you know, like the main protagonist is, you know, you have Mori here who's like a Taekwondo expert. He can fight and all this stuff, yeah. but like that his base you know, for now is kind of like just straight martial arts. Like he doesn't, you know, doesn't have any powers or anything like that. And the strongest person in this world does, you can always trace like theoretically how more he's going to get from where he is to strongest mm -hmm. power. Now, at least it feels like there's this weird disconnect between the people who have superpowers and the people who don't. And it doesn't like, you don't, at least I don't like know how we're getting there or I can't like trace any sort of like, you know, logical line to like, okay, yeah, they're going to do this or once they learn, cause they don't even know about it. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. Dao, the only one who's even like brought it up as like, Hey, I think there's like monsters in like this tournament or something. And, and pretty good word on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And park was literally like, just shut up. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, which is like, okay. But like, I'm kind of worried about it. Cause like how we're going to get, you know, how, where does the end game come from? And it's like, again, like you were saying, if you spend so much of this time on the, the tournament side, you know, like where Mori and stuff is, mm -hmm. that's all fine and well. But if there's no stakes in it, it's like almost kind of just eye exactly. candy, which is which is fine if you want to like throw that in in the middle of what's going on. But I almost feel like this episode should have been centered on what was going on with like Hugh and and the commission and all that stuff mm -hmm. because a, in my opinion, it was much more interesting. And b, like that's clearly where, like you said, that's where the story mm -hmm. wants to go and that's where it has to be. So yes. like to like weirdly linger on the fighting stuff and again not that it was bad but it just like you know you watch our reaction you know like i just i felt very like i i know yeah. what i literally know how this is gonna yeah. end. And even like you said if you want those fights to be eye candy they didn't even like give them their due diligence like it literally was they gave it some exposition for like three or four minutes and you're like okay i know you're still gonna die and then literally after that exposition one hit and they're done and it's like Bro, are you going to, like, at least... You know, like, the fight was shorter than the expedition that you gave to a character that we already knew wasn't going to last two seconds in this fight, you yeah, know? Which, yeah. I understand the reasoning behind it. Like, you want to try to, like, raise the emotions to back that other person, and then, you know, like, make the fight more enthralling in a way, and... Yes, but it, it almost work, it almost feels like a disservice to do that if you're then literally going to KO them in the next minute of the fight, I, right? I, it's like, why yeah. would you even w give someone backstory that you're exactly. never going to see yeah. again? Yeah. My thing is that, so when we watch a lot of these shonen animes, or just, eh, not all anime, but shonens in particular, 
there's an air of predictability, right? Like yeah. the plot armor is thick for the most part with a lot of these. Mm-hmm. And it's like, at the end of the day, we know where the story has to go. Kind of mirroring what Isaiah was saying where it's like, okay, Mori has to get to, let's say, Mugen's power level, mm-hmm. right? So we know that like inevitably he has to advance to the tournament or whatever the case might be to get there. So like we know in the back of our minds that like they have to win these fights. They have to do these things in order to progress the plot. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, with the audience already knowing that in the back of their mind, I always appreciate it when shows are do their best to try and subvert expectations and like the ride in order to get there exactly. isn't predictable. Exactly. Right. So it was like, for me, once I saw, which by the way, hilarious scene when Maury uh, hits his uh, pressure points wrong. Oh, that was amazing. That was funny. Cause like up until for a second, I was like, Oh, okay. I'm interested. But mm-hmm. then once um the old, uh, one of the guys from the six uh, was like, okay, like old, old, um, old gin, old, old man, gins, taekwondo's like it's out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? This is the new wave. I knew it was, was gonna fuck up like mm-hmm. i just knew from there but then like more he's just like ah shit i hit the wrong ones he gets his ass beat which was funny don't get me wrong but i think it kind of for me it kind of was like okay from there like i already knew 12 steps ahead even though like i already knew but now i really really knew it was like there's no way else this ends except for dowie and um mira to win out right, right. so it was like fight so if it's two best two out of three yeah. and yeah. Maury's already out had from the to, start like exactly yeah. and like if they they lose, and, and, if they, and if they do lose by some yeah. miracle you know that it's going to be some like weird it, backdoor shit that, which to, to be honest if they me. did lose that would have been like maybe interesting because it's mm-hmm. like okay what is this backdoor etc but it was like it, it it was very predictable in the sense that like we knew they had to win. So mm-hmm. it felt like, and not only that, but again, how quickly they did win. It just seemed to like almost quite frankly, a waste of time to go into the backstory of a lot of these characters that were just going to get one shotted. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Within yeah, that unless time, they're of some relevancy in the future, which again, which they, I couldn't, like I said at the beginning of this episode, yeah. I couldn't imagine that they're going to be, I, yeah, you know I, what I mean? Like just based off how their character design, not yeah. to be a dick, but like I could be wrong and eat my own words on that one. Y'all could correct me. That's fine without spoiling anything. Fair enough. I was wrong, but like, my gut is really telling me that there's really not much more that they service to the plot. So it yeah. almost just seemed like Unless a waste they just of, had of more time. of a, like a part in the Manwa. So they just wanted to give them Fair some enough. sort of like justice. Yeah. That's the yeah. Only thing they might've had more to. of a Manwa thing, you yeah. know, which again, I guess makes sense. But it's like, if you're, if you only have X amount of episodes to flesh out this Manwa mm-hmm. and you know, and you have to know by now that a lot of the big, the biggest gripe, I would I would see, especially coming from this from the YouTube perspective and us talking about mm-hmm. it, are that a lot of people that are, you know, that don't like the show don't like it due to the fact that they are Monroe readers first and that you are completely blasting through this material like hyperspeed, which yeah. fair enough. You only have X amount of time to, you know, to use here. Mm-hmm. But like in lieu of that, you'd think that if they like because they only have X amount of time that they wouldn't devote like roughly five to ten minutes of exposition on a character that gets one shotted. Yeah. Right. It seems like if you only have this much time to burn, the candles burn at both ends here. Like I would literally make every single second the most relevant shit I possibly could. That's just my opinion, but yeah. I don't want to harp on it too long, but I, I, we kind of had to because this actually plays a major part in the episode in that half of it is that, right? Mm-hmm. It's the the guy who, by the way, is 38 years old and is in high school. <laughs> what the actual fuck, dude? Like, what the fuck? Just don't name mm-hmm. a guy to high school at that point, dude. Like, what are you doing? Like, there's not even college. college. That's yeah, exactly. It's one thing if it's in college. Like, sure, like, get your degree a little late, but like, yeah. it's like, I'm going to go in at high school. It's like, all right, dude. Like, Well, like, that wouldn't <laughs> whatever. be as bad if high school itself played some sort of relevancy <laughs> in the show again when we're talking about stuff that like just probably shouldn't make the cutting board it's like 
what the fuck is the point of like setting in high school? Like you could say they're in high school and like they go to school, you know, yeah. during the day and then after school, it's like, you know, the, the gloves come off and they all go to this tournament. Yeah, That's yeah. fine because now it's just a part of the setting. But like to have it be such a prominent thing in this show, but like literally not once like reference any like I've, I haven't seen a single nigga pull out a book, bro. A single like not one, not whoa, one. Whoa, whoa. You had Kakashi with the bat. A oh, single yeah, nigga yeah. that's lived more than one episode. I have not seen pull out a book, and I'm saying I just have questions. Why? What is the point? You could just call this like the God of t Tigers or whatever the fuck the this tigers. show is like supposed to be about, or like God. That's a pretty dope name. Like just straight. Like straight you know what up. I mean? Yeah, what yeah. is like it? It just feels like it's like oh yeah. And by the way, make sure like they're in high school. But it's like, but why though? <laughs> yeah. What is no, the point? I, what are you doing? What does I, that do for the story? I don't know. I completely agree. But um, and then you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I just can't get over that. Anyway, so again, we're bouncing back and forth, and we uh, we kind of I won't go too ham later when again the female side fodder goes mm -hmm. literally through the same exact treatment to get one shotted essentially by yeah. Mira. So we'll briefly brush over that later. But we go also back and forth between them and uh, Q, mm -hmm. who was essentially ambushed um, by part of Knox, which is the, the the cult group as far as we could surmise, and yeah. they send out assassins now to deal with Mugen, the Six, I guess, and the commissioners, anyone, yeah, yeah. anyone uh, associated with this tournament in any way, shape, or form for whatever reasons they might have. So we have the guy that's there um, who we thought killed Q, in the last episode, I genuinely thought he well, was. Well, I think they even said like Q's dead or something. Yeah, like, yeah. They really, they really tried to sell you. Yeah. On the well, fact that was that he the died. weird thing because that's the thing that they spoiled in their in I their exclusive feeling, clip yeah, yeah. is that he oh. was a lot. Like the the spoiler clip was that fight. Yeah. And like I was watching and I'm like, why the fuck would you put this up? Like yeah, now yeah, all that suspense is now, taken I'm not, out I'm of not the crazy. Episode. Didn't they say like Q is dead with the other guy? Like, am I going well, crazy? Well, again, they uh, didn't well, like like say the words Q is dead, but it was heavily, <laughs> heavily implied okay. yeah, that, that like they were like, Oh, it killed the um you know who the big nose guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then it cuts to Q who's like bloody on and you're like, yeah. Oh, is that what he's, like, oh, he's gotta be dead. Oh, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Okay. And to be fair, also I didn't say anything during the reaction, but in the OP you actually see Q fighting with the scythe. Yeah. And so from there, I didn't say anything to you because I, I didn't think I didn't that you notice, saw it. Yeah. And I had a feeling the scene you were talking about was going to be that because once I saw it in the thing, I was like, wait a minute, he's fighting with the scythe. And like, it could have been interpreted different because he himself never fought with it. It was really the jester, but I'm like, who the hell else is going to use this weapon? Yeah. So I just let it gotcha. ride and, you know, he was alive there. Um, but you know, last episode genuinely thought he was, he was dead, you yeah. know? Um, well, so that's what they wanted you to think. Yeah. Yeah. Back, so he's back. And one thing I've learned now from this show, if anything, is that, um, stab wounds in particular don't mean a damn thing. Fatal wounds really <laughs> don't mean a damn thing. <laughs> don't niggas mean... get their arms cut off. Niggas get shanked like yeah. on a daily basis. And don't they're like, all right, let me just thing. brush this off. And it's like, dude, your arms are missing. Don't do mean? mean a damn thing. And it's like, okay, maybe they'll go into some sort of explanation as to like, you know, Cherryok, besides being able to summon a pseudo stand, is like, okay, enhances your body, you know, to mm -hmm. some sort of like toughness, whatever. I would appreciate some sort of explanation on that personally, you know, fair enough. I think they're it's waiting like, until like, regardless gets of what, they're waiting until like Mori gets his head cut, yeah. cut off, and then like, actually, Cherryok can basically repair any injury ever. Yeah, it's like, yeah, because it was like they kind of explained when, when convenient. Mori got his neck snapped in like episode one or two or whatever, and then like they had the thing on his neck and it recovered. And at first, we were like, what the hell? But now it's just like you know it's even. Yeah, I mean, what was the point of having this that show? You has always seemed like more mind. interested in the fighting and not how niggas recover after the fight, <laughs> like f f like from example examples like that. Facts. But like it's just 
one thing to get like your neck snapped, which is like, all right, your body is still, but it's like if your arms are clean cut off from the shoulders and it's like, ah, this is nothing. It's like, that's not yeah, nothing. Yeah. No, your arms are missing. And at least they explained it with the one assassin who he's like, okay, this is my ability to yeah, like, he's got, like, you know, yeah, go like puppet or, mode yeah, thing, yeah, you know? Whatever. So it was like, fair enough. But then like later in the fight when the angel dude literally just gets like, blah, just gets stabbed right in like what seemed to be the chest heart area. And he just like didn't even phase, you know, wasn't even phased by it later. It was like, oh, it's okay. Crazy, you know, and like I have to say this today does seem like kind of a little bit more of a bash fest. So I apologize for anyone that's coming in, um, you know, as a newcomer on this episode, you know, watch our old ones. Like, you know, we definitely, uh, <laughs> although I don't know why this is the, the first show. one you watch, you know, no, no, no. yeah, <laughs> fair watch enough. the other ones, <laughs> you know, the show definitely, you know, we give it enough praise. So this one definitely was like a little bit off, but I, I hope one thing that, and I say, I hope, and they've already kind of answered my question, but like, <laughs> One thing that kind of disenfranchised me with something like a series like uh, Baki, the the grappler per mm-hmm. se, uh, at least the Netflix iteration of it, uh, of more recent, was that was this kind of thing exactly where it was yeah. like these fighters would be kind of like jazzed up. Number one, that it's like okay, they have to do this, but in service of the plot, you knew that they had to lose. Now it was interesting when you saw um, certain characters fight that you didn't know genuinely which one could make it on top to service mm-hmm. the plot. Like for instance, I think again at the end of the episode when the blue haired guy fought the one disciple, I was like, okay, based off plot, I knew that blue hair guy was like way too jazzed up to lose this fight. Sure. You know what I mean? So it was like, again, but if it was like, you know, uh, that other guy who got beat by the blue hair guy and someone like, else totally random like that i would actually weirdly appreciate in a sense because it was like i genuinely didn't know who's going to win this fight Mm -hmm. it could go either way so it kind of like strips the air of um, predictability from it Mm -hmm. but again kind of like similar vibes to baki in that right word like a lot of the fights i enjoyed were actually those where it wasn't the main characters or the stakes in the fight make sense like i mean we've said this before but like some of the greatest all the greatest anime fights have like realistic stakes behind them where it's like oh, I know that in this fight, based off of, like, how the human anatomy works, you know what I mean? This guy has this limit, and this guy has this limit. So watching them fight against those limits is what makes the fight entertaining. But it's like, if you ring the bell to start the match, and this nigga pulls out a shark and just eats you, (laughs) it's like, where is the bait? Where are we even starting here? Like, this isn't even a fight. He's just, like, what is happening right now, you know? So my thing is, too, to to finish my point with the the Baki reference there, was not only what I just said previously, but also what kind of drove me nuts with that series was that these characters, like even if you take a fight like that and we could draw a direct parallel to when this dude gets munched up by a shark, it'd be like someone would literally like they, it almost seemed like they go above and beyond to show how like gruesome of a, I'm going to say quote death, you know what I mean? Which why I quote that is because they never actually died that this person suffered. Right. So like in Baki, like some dude gets a grenade slapped in his face and then lives, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, in this episode we have the shark iteration as an example. And like, that's one thing personally that kind of drives me nuts with these because it's like, I, you're like at first, because I didn't know, you know, the dude got mushed up by the shark. Mm -hmm. I was like, holy shit. You see him in the reaction. I was like, oh my God. Like, you know what? That was brutal. You know, he's that, but then it was like two seconds later, he's like standing and he has like one puncture wound. And it was like, bro, you know, like that to to me, that just like, that bothers me because now it's like, I don't know where we go from here. Like as in terms of like, who's living, who's not. And it's like, are you just keeping these people? Cause they have to serve, like they have to do some side fodder shit later or whatever. And it's like, it's like, you don't, you don't know who you like the stakes are taken out of it for me. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, like, I don't exactly. I see that now. And I'm like, 
right, whatever. exactly. Because I can't. I don't. I'm to me. I'm like, all right. I know that that's not like exactly. And I think that's where the high school stipulation comes in because like <laughs> they're not going to let no high school kids just die in this tournament. You I know? guess. So it's like, yeah. That's where I. Well, feel he like did at the end of the episode. <laughs> he got straight eaten. Well, that, it literally ended on him getting chewed yeah, up. So here's. Yeah, but the, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he already got chewed up in the beginning though. So that's <laughs> See, we I don't mean, know. Like, yeah, you don't know. But I, I, I mean, it's it's a tournament of high school kids. I don't. They're not going to let them die. Thirty-eight year olds and thirty-eight year olds, and that for me is like what. Like with the whole stake thing, where yeah, you yeah. know that because it's in high school, they can't. I guess die it just bothers in. me that, like, in a, I'm gonna call it like a fighter anime, right? Mm -hmm. Because, like, that's one thing that I do have to credit this episode for, um, which I was gonna get into was, and even when these characters are so have such little screen time. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that I do have to say is that the powers that they have are pretty interesting. Yeah, and it's cool to see that display a bit. It's short. It's cool to see like the different abilities that people have. Mm -hmm. It was cool to see Q use the cards and throw them now. And then the things would come oh, out of them. Dope, yeah. And it almost seems that like he can teleport his jester because he goes behind the angel. Mm -hmm. That was cool to see some of those shit, that shit fleshed out. So even if these characters bite the dust pretty quick, it's like, Oh, that was a dope ability. Yeah. Like I could see that being pretty interesting. So respect the, there but i think for like a fighter anime at heart right that it's like i don't think you should be really afraid to to um you know what i mean to like hit hard like you should i don't think you should be like pulling punches like if you're going to show that okay this dude with the shark is like clearly ruthless and he's clearly crazy it's like kill that guy you know what i mean because like if he's not going to be you know, and I can eat my own words if that guy has a real relevancy to the plot. When I mean real relevancy, it's like I need to see him in like almost a full episode relevancy. You know what I mean? Because it's like if he doesn't serve that, you know what I mean? Like why are we keeping him alive at this point? Because it, to me, it's like, again, you're removing the stakes from the episode where it's like now I see some gruesome, gory shit happen and you fooled me the first time. You know, shame on shame on you. You know, fool me again. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. you're not going to like now that Gavin was saying where it's like, oh, well, it's in high school. You've got it. It's like, then don't go there. Don't put like that's, deaths yeah. in this thing. Don't go to the 11 out of 10 if it doesn't mean anything. If there are yeah. no stakes in it, then like you could stick at a four out of 10 and I would still believe it exactly. or be just as satisfied because I know like that's intentional. You're, you're supposed to be there yeah. and all the things that are happening yeah. make sense. I, I, I really feel like they're taking the Manwa fight and they're kind of spark noting it. They and making it yeah, I'm curious like, for anybody who's read the Manwa, um, how pacing is like from here up you know going forward mm -hmm. um because this definitely this episode in particular definitely feels like all right we like you know we have to start this thing but we didn't know how to start it so we just threw like yeah. you know three different things at the board at once and and this is what we yeah got. And we always knew you know coming in because we have all the people that comment that it's like there's expedited version you know the the anime is an expedited version of the manhwa and it was like you take it in stride right because it's yeah. like okay you appreciate it for what it's trying to do exactly but i just think this episode in particular and this is one thing that just scares me with this show in that it's not strictly martial arts anymore it's like the power scaling just boom it just spiked that's one thing that kind of scares me it's that like if you're going to do that i feel that all the characters that aren't up to that snuff like don't even deserve to be in the show quite frankly like and yeah. I, I mean that particularly with side characters you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah. it's like that's fine if you don't you show them, if you but. don't know their name like what is you know what i mean you like it's how names come first <laughs> you meet somebody you get their name then you can whoop their ass or they can whoop your ass but it's like until i even know who this character is literally 
I, how it yeah. can't be invested. And you could use the argument. It's like, okay, well, it said their name on the thing when it said versus or whatever. But I'm talking like, yeah, how sure long did it take us to get fucking Maury and exactly. Dawi and like their names down and their main fucking yeah, characters? Yeah, and like <laughs> I, I would assume like what you know that I would agree by like name. It's not just like oh, we know we could read your name. It's like we want to know your name. You yeah. know what I mean? Like your but name again, should like, have relevance. If your on name, show. if that's the only time it's mentioned in the board, if characters don't, you know mm. what I mean? Like that's not. Putting that's like putting your name in the credits. Yeah. The fuck does that mean? Like, yeah. No, I need if you nobody if reads characters, that. Yeah, if characters don't say your mean? name in the story, it makes it feel like the character doesn't have agency or yeah. relevancy in said story. They're not individual. Yeah. They're not an individual. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. So it was it was uh, it was it was very interesting and like kind of um, you know concerning to me to see where the show goes. And it's like I have to think too, being that we just came off the cuff last episode of explaining how the show's gonna go now like they couldn't go two ball like it's not like they could just throw the six in there and like go through this like crazy you know so it makes like again i knew predictability wise like where the story has to go and i knew this episode who was going to for the most part at least in the tournament setting who was going to lose and why they had to lose so like that i get you can't just like lay out all your cards like we have to have these episodes in order to make the other the later episodes with the more the stronger opponents a little more, you know, like tasteful mm -hmm. that I understand, but it was like in the interim getting there, it was like, I think could have been executed a little bit better, you know, uh, on my end. But one thing I did say before though, like aesthetically, you know, gorgeous. I have to say like a lot of the fights, oh, especially yeah. Q and gang versus the, uh, the Knox group mm -hmm. that, that fight in particular was really sweet. Like just being showing this display of skills, um, the one commissioner just can summon a dragon because fuck it. I was like, wow, okay. Yeah. I thought that like <laughs> the stand abilities or whatever the fuck, Chariot abilities, like whatever they were, were like, you know, like, you know, the jester, for instance, is like roughly like he's a little bigger, like the samurai in the wedding scene, yeah, right? Yeah, where it was like, yeah. okay, you like hit the roof. Yeah, you think but they I was can like, fit in the room yeah, that they're summoning like, This Whoa. bitch was wrapped around the building. And they're just like, oh shit. Well, in okay. a way, it's like a weird, perfect analogy for the show where it's like at any moment, this show will just jump balls to the wall to 12 <laughs> 10 and give you no warning or no setup so you're like oh i didn't know that that's we can go there now yeah, and it's like yeah. what does that mean and it's like we'll tell you later and it's like but i need to know now what do you mean later like there's a dragon on that building I, how did it get what is what is the point like, you know it's like yeah, you just get was, fucking like culture wild. shocked out of nowhere so, so i'm hoping that like in future episodes it almost does this thing where like it plays catch up with itself and mm -hmm. like maybe there's a better way to describe what i'm trying to say right now but like when we get to the fights that are relevant and there are actual stakes on the line, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? They're able to execute those flawlessly. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, I'm still going to be pissed at these previous episodes that like didn't like the journey to get there was like, okay guys, like didn't seem to put much effort into like plot here. But like once we get there, I'm hoping that like they really capitalize on that. Right. And like, okay, these are where it's like, I really don't, sorry. I really don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? So like, let's make sure that this is insane. Like, like I need to see like some crazy shit happen where it's like I don't know it could go either way because the road to get there was pretty yeah. fucking predictable. Well, we're definitely going to see crazy shit. I think that's for like sure. that that that's mm -hmm. in itself. Yeah, but. I think it's it's for me, and I guess you know in a shonen fighter anime like this, um, it's not as enticing. But like I'm going to need like a, a lot of exposition in the next. Like I need to know. On the, the characters that are relevant. <laughs> on the characters that yeah. are relevant, but not even the characters so much as, like, the world and, like, this power scaling and how any of this shit works because that's, again, what bothered me, I think, the most, actually, is that, like, we'd be, you know, watching uh, Maury and gang, you know, do their fightings in, in the tournament and whatever, and then we'd jump to, like, Q and stuff, but it's, like, 
as dope as that fighting looked, again, that's all it ended up being to me was eye candy because, like, I don't know what these guys are doing. I don't know what any of their limits are. I don't know what the uh, the stipulations for any of these mm-hmm. powers are. If it, Like, I don't know anything. And so yeah. there's a lot that, like, to me, you know, I walk out and I'm like, all right, I that was dope, but I couldn't tell you, like, who was doing what or, like, what that meant to do. You know what I mean? So it's like, again, like, to reference just off the top of my head, like, you know, you have your your you know, your sort of uh, your father shown in like your Dragon Ball Z's and your Naruto's and stuff that take the time to establish power scaling. And it's like, you know, when Naruto reaches his Kyuubi state, it's not like out of nowhere. You know where the fuck that came from. You know what that power was. You've seen it like worked up through the whole course of the show. This The first time we see these things is like just out of fucking nowhere and they get no explanation. And it's like, I know they only have whatever, 12 or 13 episodes, but I think that's why, at least to me, exposition is all that much more important because it's like, if I don't know what's going on, like, I stop caring. Yeah, I think, again, like I've said it before, but taking, if you only have X amount of time, making sure that every second of that time is allotted to making sure that the audience understands why we're in the world we're in and how this progresses and making sure that the characters that we're showing and the characters Mm -hmm. that we're taking time to flesh out are actually relevant to the plot... Um, you know what I mean? I think those are two things that you have to prioritize when when you're giving an expedited version, like mm-hmm. in, incredibly hyperspeed expedited version of this story, right? Because like, again, if that's one of your biggest complaints among fan base, which I would assume it is, you know what I mean? Like you'd want to make sure that you're using every freaking second of that time that you have, like that precious time at your disposal to make sure that you're putting forward everything that needs to be said. Mm -hmm. And again, in this episode, I just feel like there were some things put forward that didn't need to be said. Right. I think some of the more, the, the, I don't, not crazier, but like some of the more interesting parts were like the 10 second dialogue where they're like, yeah, we found, um, we found, why is the name of it? Taijin. We found Mm -hmm. Taijin's arm, you know, like, like at the fight and you're like, Oh oh, shit. But again, it's like, we found Taijin's arm cut to next scene and yeah, never yeah. talk. It's like, what, wait, hold on. That's what, what, I'm saying. what like, happened to him? That, Where did he go? Why did he lose an arm? Like, exactly. Like, I think that if we swapped like 38 year old dude works construction and then gets killed in one hand, I think if we swap that whole exposition with like what's going on with Ty, which I'm sure they'll, they'll flesh out, but it's like, again, I'm sure that there's a big thing going on there, which in the Manwa, they probably really flesh out. So they're not going to be able to flesh it out as much. Like, mm-hmm. why not take that a little bit more time? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if possible or, well, um, um, or the traitor, right? You know what I yeah. mean? Like the fact that there's going to be a traitor within um, the midst of uh, the six and, and the yeah, tournament. And, and that's what makes it interesting because it's obvious that they show you a little snippet because they want to, you know, prelude it to a next episode. They want to like keep you strung along and you get that. But it's like when you have a show like this, which already has to expedite shit, you really shouldn't have to string people along if you have that much material to burn through, if that makes sense. Like, why are you holding out showing us this stuff to get to the next episode? Because it's like, okay, this might be important to the plot. Like, you know, we want you to have this on the back of your mind so you can see to the next thing. But it's like, dude, if you have like 400 chapters to burn through or however long, like you have the material, you don't really need to wait. Like you should be able to add in more stuff along with, like the important shit that you're talking, like cut, trim the fat a little bit and like just keep it going and yeah, moving yeah. forward. Right. And you and should have enough material to keep it moving like, forward. And for like, reference, Tower of God, which I believe it's 78 or 79 chapters that yeah. like from the Manwa that they condense into the 13 mm-hmm. of the anime. Yeah. I don't know what the chapter ratio is for God of High School, but it's like Tower of God is clearly a story, is a story 
that is so much more narratively driven, right? So it's like there are plot points, there are character moments that like you have to get right and you have to interpret into the anime in a very specific way. Yeah. This anime and by sequence, I guess this series doesn't feel that narratively focused. So I'm concerned going forward that like the producers of this aren't really going to be concerned going forward. Like story is going to take a backseat to the action or to, you know, all these dope moments. Cause like this show, if you just showed somebody like clips and trailers, like it would look like a comedy. Right. It wouldn't like I wouldn't even think that it's a straight up shown in fighting anime unless like you showed me a lot of the fights. But like, that's my point is that the marketing here seems to be more of like, look how crazy and wacky this show is instead of like whatever the fuck the story is that's going on here. And if that that's not given priority, then like I feel like it's just going to end up getting, you know, the gap is going to end up getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. I again, I just feel that we've already seen where their priorities lie. And I think that this episode was like very indicative of that. Um, I just have to say that I, uh, again, I, I really hope that when we do get to the plot points that like absolutely need to be fleshed out, mm-hmm. like absolutely. Right. Because it's like, okay, this is literally like the climax of the season or whatever those fights, et cetera. Like those are the ones that I really hope that they took the time to flesh out enough for an audience to understand what we're doing here, why we're doing it, how we're doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, like all of those things to me need to be answered um, in the most efficient and, you know, plain way possible. So that yeah. like as not being a Monroe reader, I am fully up to speed with why the hell this is happening. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because it's like, then I'm going to look back on these older episodes where you took 10 minutes to describe two people who got one shotted mm-hmm. and I'm going to be a little salty, right? Because yeah. it's like, Okay, bro, it's not like you didn't have the time. I know you're in a rush, but like mm-hmm. you're not going to tell me that you didn't have the time, right? You know, like yeah. that's my that's my thing. It's like I already see where they're going with like the not incredibly important stuff, you know, I eat some of these side fights and things like that. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. You know, we're 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 kind of shelving that in favor of aesthetically pleasing fights. Fair enough, you know, cuz the fights look great. You're yeah. doing great in that department. Yeah. Um that's fine, but as long as like we get to where, you know, to, to the destination and like when we get to that destination mm-hmm. and we're in that moment, you know, like I understand why we're in that moment and yeah. how we're going to, you know, navigate it. Um, that's my biggest thing, you know? So I'm hoping that they yeah. can deliver on those key moments, which I think they will. Um, I do genuinely think they will. Yeah. Um, be, but I mean, you know, that's, that's kind of my, yeah, it's just more thing. doing it, like curating it to people who haven't, read the manhwa so that they can understand it, you know, because we're lucky enough to where we have you guys to explain stuff and we ask you to help us and like, you know, and it's like anything like you don't spoil it too much, but you know, you, you guys give us a lot of information that helps our experience with coming out of it and looking at things in a different light. However, not everybody has that luxury, you know, not, not every single person who's going to watch this show is going to look up, you know, analysis or is going to go on YouTube or even watch this channel or whatever. Like, you, you, you can't like, you, it may seem like we're bashing it a lot, but it's really our critiques for, for the matter of fact that we haven't read it. And this is our viewpoint from this, you know, specific avenue of, or an outlet that we're watching it from. And this is our, our, this is our take on it, not knowing any information besides what we see and what you guys give us. So, you know, we know, we know that the people who have read it, if you know, they might not like this episode because we bash it or whatever. Like, it's not that we're saying that the material's bad by any means in terms of Manwa or even the show. It's just that you need to kind of look out of it in our shoes. How it's we don't know any reference material. We're going off of what we're being shown, and if we can analyze it and tell that it's missing stuff, and you know they're rushing things and stuff like that, 
it is something that needs to be said moving forward yeah. and obviously something that they need to think about when they're making it in terms of, you know, viewer discretion and what are they getting from it and are we giving the viewers enough information to get our point across and what we want to show and they need to know what their intentions is that of why they're making the show and what they want to put forward. So it's just something we're going to have to keep an eye on moving, yeah, like just for watching sure. it. Yeah. And see what I happens. mean, for anyone who's been a longstanding fan of the show, mm-hmm. um, you know, from the inception of it, one thing that we always made sure that we were abundantly clear on was the fact that we will give you an honest opinion 100%. on what we're watching or reviewing or talking about. And even to the detriment sometimes of, you know what I mean? Because yeah. we know the anime community is very, very, you know, like uh, very, passionate about the things Mm -hmm. that they like or that they dislike. Um, But that's one thing that we try and strive for coming forward is that we're giving you a completely unfiltered, honest opinion on where we think something is in our own minds and offering Mm -hmm. different opinions on it. So I think, you know, Gavin put it very well. I really couldn't put it any better. Um, But Isaiah, do you have any uh, final thoughts before we... uh Uh, I mean, not really. I just, I guess, you know, going forward, echoing some of the stuff that Gavin was saying, um, you know, we'll have to see. I, I personally am not as... I don't want to say not as hopeful, but I'm, I'm very like in the 50 I'm in, on the middle line here. You know, I, I, what is it like, uh, expect the best prepare for the worst. Like yeah. in my mind, I'm already prepared that like this could get worse, but I, you know, I hope cause it's like, you know, I don't mean to keep comparing this to tower of God cause they're, they're two different shows, but it's like, I, I want this show to do well. I want, I wanted tower of God to do well. And I think it did do pretty well. And I want, because I, I like this idea. I like the idea of, adapting anime from like not traditional, you know, Japanese, um, you know, productions or, or, you know, um, source material, material, source material. Um, but like in order to do that, like you have to, you have to do it right. You have to sell this stuff. And my fear with this is that they are quite literally trying to sell the show instead of like sell tower. I mean, uh, got a high school, right. Sell whatever that, whatever that story is. Again, some of the dopest fights I've seen in anime all have impact behind them and a purpose. And Mm -hmm. and this could very easily drift into like just, fight for the sake of fighting yeah yeah well put i will say though before before we sign off i loved the one uh the one chick who had the cross with a laser in it oh dude that's man <laughs> and then when the fucking like little whack-a-moles popped yeah, out and started shooting lasers bears. at their mouth it was like, like right, awesome it's like this, this like clearly has like a religious connotation this cult right so it's like i would assume that a good amount of the members have like something that ties back to some sort of religious semblance right like the one guy's angel wings and then like a sword you know what i mean like yeah. he's a guardian angel or whatever and the one chick had the cross or whatever but it was funny because I was like telling the guys, I'm like, well, it is 2020. Like it, it makes yeah, sense okay. that it's like you're just shooting lasers out of your cross now. I don't know. I just thought that was a, a cool thing. But anyway, um, you know, hoping for the hoping for the best with uh, some of these new episodes that are uh, going to come out. I am excited to see where the show goes and hopefully it's able to deliver. I mean, thus far up until this episode, I would say it's really been a treat to watch. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping going forward that, you know, this is just a bump in the road and that they could really deliver on everything in the future, which I. I I fully expect that they will personally. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for watching today. Make sure if you guys like the content, you're liking, subscribing, hitting that notification bell, hitting us up on the social so you can participate in polls, see everything that, um, you know, the show's doing, what we're doing in our personal lives, keep up to date with everything. Hit us up on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash AOA show. And you can find all these links in the description down below. And if you're listening on audio only right now, first of all, we love you. I feel like we don't give enough love sometimes because they can't see us. You know what I mean? Uh, Check us out on YouTube. If you are on, on audio only, it adds a whole new perspective to it but if you didn't know we had audio only and you want to listen on your car ride home or anything like that we do have the audio only versions mm-hmm. on all of your favorite podcast platforms i promise you look yeah. it up it's it's like 99 it's going to be there so make sure you guys are following us there as well but until next time guys thank you so much for hanging out with us we'll catch you on the flip
Peace. Later. Peace.